What's up guys, Ryan Stewart, Body Mindset Mentor Podcast, coming to you today again with more interesting questions, which hopefully I'll provide the answers for. Um, today's question is, it's quite, um, I can't really believe where the next era of cancer research is heading, um, coming from someone who's read over 2,500 research articles on cancer and the up-to-date ones as well. Um, the questions that I get on Quora it's quite worrying because people are quite fearful still of the clonal evolutionary theory, which basically sort of, to put it sort of briefly, the whole idea that somatic gene mutations cause cancer. And if I could start off by saying here, less than 1% of gastric cancers to start off with here, because the question was, is stomach cancer hereditary? Less than 1% of all gastric cancers are hereditary. Less than 1%. And less than 10% of all cancers all cancers in the world are linked to your genes. And of the remaining 90%, the mutations are still late epiphenomena, meaning that these mutations occur after the initiation and the formation of the niche, which is the cancer niche where cancer survives, thrives and grows and develops. So the question that I sort of ask the people, are these abnormal mutations that we're seeing, just because it says they're abnormal mutations in the research, doesn't actually mean that they are. They could just be necessary changes to eventually produce the cancer rogue organ, which is actually a barrier. And I'm going to link research papers, people, to back all this up. And I can't possibly make this stuff up. If you look at the paper, uh, it's called Epistemology of the Origin of Cancer, A New Pardon. This is where it states that less than 10% of all cancers, I think it's 9.5%, are linked to your genes. And if you read a little further into exosome and immune system signaling, you will see that cancer cells metastasize with the aid of the immune system and exosome signaling. And you'll find this in the paper Metastasis Organotropism Redefining the Congenial Soil. And this is the question I need to ask people then. With all this COVID going around and new novel mRNA vaccines and an attempt to use these mRNA vaccines then to produce novel antigens of cancer cells which would warrant an immune response against cancer cells this is where the whole immunotherapy is based on. The idea that cancer have, cancer cells have sort of novel or new antigens, different from our normal cells. And the, the immunotherapies and the vaccine therapies are going to be against the bulk tumour cells, which are not even the main drivers of cancer. Cancer is driven mainly by cancer stem cells. And the so-called cancer novel antigens, the antigens that are expressed in these cancer cells, are found on our normal stem cells, embryonic stem cells and even in our normal tissues and cells and you'll find that with the reference of cancer stem cell service markers on normal stem cells it's different levels of expression yes I understand this at different times of when cancer is initiating progressing or metastasizing however looking further into these expression levels they are transient and what transient mean is basically their expression levels of these genes changes owing to signaling pathways and morphogens Morphogens, which are basically growth factors which stimulate cell growth. For example, you have the Wnt pathway, bormophogenic protein, fibroblast growth factor, and hepatocyte growth factor, and many more. And all of these growth morphogens and signaling pathways are all seen during normal development. Developing embryos, whenever you were developing as an embryo in your mother's womb, the hematopoietic origin of stem cells has many strong overlaps with cancer initiation and metastasis. And you'll see that within the research papers. 
even embryonic development, even more so with embryonic development. I ask you all, and this is a question for everyone, what then would be the stimulus that would require the need for a rogue organ? And cancer is a rogue organ, it's not just aberrant abnormal cells proliferating out of control. What would be the need for a rogue organ to act as a barrier and a defence of cells? So I'll leave that one with you guys and I'll hopefully, hopefully you link all the research papers and let me know what you guys think of the research papers. Let me know if you like these podcasts and I'll speak to you all soon again.